Hey, ghoul friends, it's me, Adrian or Aiden. Either way, you are still listening to Susto, the podcast of Ookie Spooky Scary Stories. Y'all, thank you so much for being here. I'm glad I'm here. I almost didn't do this and I almost postponed the episode again because I don't feel great, but I think it's because I spent the last few days traveling. I took a little weekend trip with my boyfriend and one of our best friends. We went to El Paso and I am exhausted now (laughs) because we're like pretty like go, go, go the whole time. And so I think my body's just kind of tired or like allergies or whatever. Like, I don't know. I just don't feel great. And so I was like, do I want to do this? Do I not? But I mean, why not? I'm here. Like it doesn't take too much like physical energy. So just for you, for you, I'm here. Okay. So yeah, my trip to El Paso was so much fun. Love that city so much. And that's actually what pretty much like inspired this episode is I was like, what am I going to do? And my friend that we were with, she was like, you should do an episode on the Marfa lights. And to be honest, I had never heard about the Marfa lights. So this is going to be a good introduction for maybe you, but also myself because I never heard of these, but I'm excited to um, do this episode because it dips a little bit more into like uh, extraterrestrial activity. But you know, we'll hear all about that. Um, in the episode. Anyway, before we do any of that, of course, I have to let you know that you have to make sure to follow Susto Podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Susto Podcast. If you have your own scary story, you can submit it to one of those, or you can leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with your story in the review. And you can also send an email to SustoPodcast at gmail.com to do any of that. Again, last thing, Susto is still on Patreon. So if you want to support Susto, you can do that by becoming a patron and donating any amount that you would like each month. And also stickers will be up soon. Also, I'm trash. I'm so sorry to the winners of the stickers. No, I have not sent them out yet. I am so sorry, but <laughs> listen, the semester's finally over. There's also that. I passed my classes. I did great. Um, semester's finally over. I can like chill a little bit, but like literally the semester ended, I took this trip and now I'm like tired and I was around people in planes. So like, I don't know if I actually got sick or what. I don't know. I'm making excuses, but you know what? I'm an adult. I don't have to explain myself to you. <laughs> I will get those stickers out there. I'm so sorry. Um, and I'm going to find a way to sell those stickers again. Until then, you can send me a DM, a message on any of the social medias or send me an email if you want one of those stickers. I'm selling them for $3. I will I will get those to you. I will get better at mailing things. I covered all the bases. Not going to take too much of your time. Not going to take too much of my time because like I said, I don't feel great. My sinuses hurt really bad. So we are going to jump into it and I'm going to tell you the story of the Marfa Lights. Mysterious glowing orbs that appear in the desert outside the West Texas town of Marfa have mystified people for generations. According to eyewitnesses, the Marfa lights appear to be roughly the size of basketballs and are varyingly described as white, blue, yellow, red, or other colors. Reportedly, the Marfa lights hover, merge, twinkle, split into two, flicker, float up into the air or dart quickly across Mitchell Flat. There seems to be no way to predict when the lights will appear. They're seen in various weather conditions, but only a dozen or so nights a year, and nobody knows for sure what they are, or if they really even exist at all. The Native Americans of the area thought the Marfa lights were fallen stars, the Houston Chronicle reports. The first mention of the lights comes from 1883, 
when cowhand Robert Reed Ellison claimed to have seen flickering lights one evening while driving a herd of cattle near Mitchell Flat. He assumed the lights were from Apache campfires. Ellison was told by area settlers that they often saw the lights too, but upon investigation, they found no ashes or other evidence of a campfire according to the Texas State Historical Association. During World War II, pilots from nearby Midland Army Airfield tried to locate the source of the mysterious lights, but were unable to discover anything. Lovers of the paranormal have attributed the Marfa lights to everything from space aliens to the wandering ghosts of Spanish conquistadors. Academics, too, have tried to offer a scientific explanation for the enigmatic lights. A group of physics students from the University of Texas at Dallas concluded that headlights from vehicles on nearby US Highway 67 could explain at least some of the reported sightings of the Marfa lights. Another possible explanation is the refraction of light caused by layers of air at different temperatures. This optical illusion, sometimes called a superior mirage, occurs when a layer of calm, warm air rests above a layer of cooler air. A superior mirage is sometimes seen in the ocean, causing a ship to appear to float above the horizon. The temperature gradients needed to produce this optical effect are common in the West Texas desert. Still, others speculate the Marfa lights may be caused by the same gases that create the glowing lights associated with swamp gas, phosphine, and methane. Under certain conditions, these gases can ignite when they contact oxygen. This glowing phenomenon, sometimes called will-o'-the-wisp ignis fatui, or fool's fire, has been observed around the world, especially in marshy areas where the decay of organic matter can create pockets of phosphine and methane. Though the Marfa lights are nowhere near a marsh, there are significant reserves of oil, natural gas, and other petroleum hydrocarbons in the area, which could include methane and quantities capable of producing an effect similar to that created by swamp gas. Retired aerospace engineer James Bunnell chanced upon the Marfa lights while visiting the viewing platform constructed east of Marfa by the Texas State Highway Department. I just got lucky, Bunnell told the Chronicle. The lights are rare, but I got one of the really good displays. Bunnell believes the Marfa lights are the result of the igneous rock under the Mitchell Flat that creates a piezoelectric charge, which is electricity produced under pressure by solid matter such as minerals, crystals, or ceramics. Carl Steven, an engineering professor at Texas State University, has considered Bunnell's hypothesis, but hasn't endorsed it. It may be geological activity that creates electrical activity, but it's all speculation at this point, Stephen told the Chronicle. There are no proven facts. I feel like that one was definitely like more just like debunking the whole thing. And it, it explained a little bit of what the Marfa lights are, but it is definitely just like, these are all the other like scientific, like, I guess, quote unquote, logical explanations for it. Cause I think that's super cool too. And I think it, I, I, I just thought it'd be interesting for one of the stories to just be focused more on the debunking. The website that I used for that was livescience.com or live science either way. And of course I'm going to use Wikipedia right now, but yeah, to me, it was just really interesting to kind of look at it, look at the story from that point, like jumping into it from that point first, and then talking about like all the kind of like paranormal or supernatural 
interpretations of what this is because this is something that kind of like boggled people's minds for a really long time and now there's all these like explanations that are offered for it and even then like you know at the end of what i just read those are not like solid facts because some people have proven like like yeah you can see lights that look like the marfa lights when they did experiments with like headlights and like gas and all stuff but there's still reports of lights that are unexplained so it's like is it are we just like we're explaining it away as this are whatever the marfa lights are are they disguising themselves so that they can be explained away and like people just kind of like stay away enough from them like you know what i mean one of the really interesting parts of it to me was because whenever i heard about this and whenever i was reading this i was like oh like this is like a a a, a extraterrestrial sort of thing but that mention of like people think it's the ghosts of conquistadors in the area which i thought was really cool because and that's also something that i spoke about with my friends when we were in el paso shout out if you're from el paso i love it there so much but it's one thing that we talked about i was like there's so much history there yeah i just thought that point was really interesting like the idea of like the marfa lights are the ghosts the ghosts of conquistadors with their torches and yeah so also pulled up wikipedia of course the marfa lights page on here and it says that the marfa lights also known as the marfa ghost lights have been observed near u.s route 67 on mitchell flat east of marfa texas in the united states they have gained some fame as onlookers have attributed them to paranormal phenomena such as ghosts ufos or will-o'-the-wisp scientific research suggests suggests that most if not all are atmospheric reflections of automobile headlights and campfires that other thing too i had never heard of that willow the wisp which apparently it's like uh the way that it's explained here is that in folklore what a will o wisp or willow the wisp or ignis fatus is an atmospheric ghost light seen by travelers at night especially over bogs swamps or marshes the phenomenon is known as english folk belief english folklore and much of european folklore by a variety of names including jack-o-lantern friar's lantern hinky punk and hobby lantern and is said to mislead travelers by resembling a flickering lamp or lantern in literature will-o'-the-wisps sometimes have a metaphorical meaning describing a hope or goal that leads one on but is impossible to reach or something one find sinister and confounding so yeah there's like tons of different i guess reports of the lights and it's something that the town actually capitalized on because and i read it here that marfa was kind of like a dying town and then they and invested a lot in the marfa lights and in the phenomena of marfa lights so much so that they built a marfa lights viewing center and they think they invested like seven hundred twenty thousand dollars of like federal funding to it so that it could attract more tourists and become a tourist trap and of course a lot of us have heard also of the little prada like what is it it's like an art piece i guess because it's not a store it's not a museum but it's just like a i guess like a, a sculpture i don't know if y'all haven't heard of that just google marfa prada and you'll see it but yeah so they try to like i guess keep tourists going and that could be another thing is that like maybe and i probably sound like a super conspiracy theorist but it's also like a real thing is like maybe these people manufactured this story or they're not like they're trying to keep it like super whimsical and super paranormal so that people are not like oh no it's just headlights why am i gonna go you know like they want to keep it interesting keep it mysterious so that tourists do come and people do spend their money there which i mean that's understandable you want to keep your your economy going in your city but yeah that's that would be one way to do it right
So like I said, y'all, this is probably the shortest episode that I'm going to have. Again, I don't feel too well, but I really didn't want to like miss another week because I know I missed one a few weeks ago. Um, and yeah, I wanted to give you all a little something. I know that this wasn't like super, super spooky, but it was still really interesting to me. And it might be really scary to, to others. You know, the unexplainable can be very terrifying for some people. As always, as always, please, please, please don't stop. Don't fast forward. Don't skip. Don't stop. Listen. <laughs> please if you have a scary story if you have a scary photo or a video or audio recording send them to me i want to share them with everybody if you want to remain anonymous you can if you don't mind me using your information that's fine too like you just let me know how you want to do this and we can get it done okay also Make sure to follow socials, Facebook and Instagram at Sisto Podcast. You can submit your stories there or through an Apple Podcast five-star review or, of course, through the email at SustoPodcast at gmail.com. Please consider being a patron. You can donate any amount you want each month and also reach out to me uh, anyways, either social media or email if you would like a Susto sticker of your own and that way you can like put it wherever you want and like people are going to be like, hey, what's that thing? And you're going to be like, oh, it's just this really cool podcast I listen to. You should listen to it. And then you make a new friend over that. You never know. I'm really sorry. I'm like so out of it right now but thank you all for listening so much um i'm sorry i feel like crap and i hope this episode did not suffer because of that but make sure that you stick around listen to previous episodes if you haven't listened to all of them share it with your friends with your family with everybody and i will talk to you all later okay and keep your head out of the sky bye